Welcome to the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. This is episode number 34, where Jeremy talks to the folks at 290 Vinery in Johnson City. Hey, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. Uh, today, we are hanging out with Allison and Warren uh, from 290 Vinery here in Johnson City, Texas. And we're going to chit-chat a little bit about uh, what they have going on here. So, guys, thanks for hanging out with us and, and talking to us for a while. Thank well, you. Welcome to Johnson City. Yeah, glad to be here. Um, so, really cool place you got going on. I know you guys opened up uh, October of last year, correct? Yes. And you're getting things going. You got some fruit in today, and things right. are plugging along nicely. Uh, if you don't mind, just kind of tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and what got you guys started here and location and what, what prompted uh, the 290 Vinery. All the traffic going down to the wineries. Uh, we saw that traffic every day. We own an art gallery on the square, so we kept watching the traffic, and that kind of prompted us to what was going on. So in uh, 2000, 2006, I believe it was, was when we really started. I think we were the 10th winery. On the, you can't call it 290 Wine Trail because we are on Nugent Street, but we were in Johnson City and we just kept our eye on the traffic and decided that we needed to be here on 290. Here we are. Yes, you're here now. Yeah. Good location, right Good off the location. Yeah. Awesome. Well, obviously, art, uh, you know, has a lot to do with what you guys are doing. I see right. the art in here and you have the art gallery here. Right. Was that part of what got you into the wine part of it or? Yeah, so kind of we had a That's very bad started. year, yeah, and and we had to do something different. A bad art year when yeah, the economy year. Ha- struggled so. with the recession starting. And because we knew of the traffic, we uh, we actually talked to Rick at uh, uh, in uh, in North Texas here, off of Marble Falls, so Fall Creek. Okay. And and I asked him to do it for me in the winery. And he said, no, Warren. He says, you, you have to do your own. Go get your own license okay. and do your own. And so we did. We became a winery art gallery. But it wasn't being on the 290 wine trail. People would just continue to go down the road. They didn't even know we were here. So that's why we're at this location. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense to have a little bit more traffic. More exposure. Securing this property took a while. Yeah. The, the, this property, uh, Warren knew about it coming available, but negotiating and securing this actual piece of property took. Oh, six months. Yeah. Several months. Um, before we actually. Too many owners. Yeah, it was okay. owned by the, a whole the bunch property of was given to the the children, the grandchildren, and the great grandchildren. So, so, lots of so when I got ready to buy it, I needed a lot of signatures. Okay, and, and their family was dispersed throughout the United States. So that's what happened, and it took a long time to get the little X's from the children and <laughs> and all the signatures and everything. And but we waited them out and, and got the property. And here you are. Here yeah, are. and and in pure Warren fashion, as soon as you know, as soon as it was it was signed, he right. was on it. And yeah. uh, these. So I designed and built the building. Okay. Yeah, I remember driving passages and everything was coming up. So. Yeah, right. these vines, uh, the Tanat, been in the ground for two years. Yeah. So the Tanat was planted, um, and then the building was built. 
Okay, so Vinger yeah. went in first and then right. yeah. going everything. And, and I got three-year-old plants so that now I'm in fifth leaf, so I had a nice crop. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice head start on that. Right. So. And the uh, Tempranillo we just put in is also three-year-old plants we put in the ground. So we're hoping for fruit in two years. Awesome. Yeah. That'll be a good, good start for you guys to yeah. get that going. So, yeah. um, so tell us a little bit more about uh, the tasting room here. I, obviously, you guys have Texas wines on the menu. You've got your own program going, plus right. you know, a plethora of other worldly wines. Right. What is the story behind that? What is the motivation? And I guess what's, uh, what is your theme here as far as when people well, walk in me, the door? Let me start with that because it started before Allison. Uh, we started with the art gallery, and and we decided that because we were so small, we'd only bring in wines that we like to drink. Obviously, if there's any left over, we knew what to do with it. Sure. And we kind of kept that same premise for a little while and got familiar with wines from around the world and Texas wines. So when we came here, we already had 10 years' experience in wine and wines from around the world. We just didn't have a lot of experience at Texas wines. And so we uh, we pursued the Texas, and that's how we got both. So Allison became the uh, general manager here, and she continued to pursue our, our Texas side. Okay. Yeah. So. Is Texas the, the primary focus here, or is it just one of several focuses when it comes to the wine? I would say it's one of a couple focuses. We have... Uh, we feel strongly about promoting Texas wine. We feel strongly about promoting um, not only hill country wine, but wine from the entire state. So the wines that we carry here are wines that are not necessarily hill country wines uh, because visitors can go down the road and, and get those from their winery of origin. Our wines are from Del Rio and Fort Stockton and Waco and Brownfield and Clifton and places that are a little harder for people to get to um, and a little more remote. Um, and, and so those are the wines that we have selected. Right now we have 10 different Texas wineries along with our own Texas wine. Um, and the goal by the end of the year is to increase that number of Texas wines that we can showcase, Texas wineries that we can showcase here okay. and expose our visitors to. Um, and they don't have to drive, you know, and make those extra drives. They can get exposure to all the great Texas wine um, from around the state here. So in one spot, in yeah. one accessibility is right, sure. a big thing. Yeah, because they, they have the accessibility to the, the great wineries right here on the trail. So really right now our focus is wines that are off that trail, you know, not necessarily hill country wineries, but out and about. Gotcha. Well, that makes a lot of sense. That way they have access to those wines. They're not having to travel quite so far and right. they can try to taste the hill country wines here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's a great uh, thought going into that. And a lot of our visitors are surprised by the range of wines that Texas has. When we bring up, this is from Del Rio or this is from Fort Stockton, people you know, are, are surprised and pleased but had no idea that some of those wineries were out there. That's good exposure for them too. Absolutely. 
Uh, otherwise, they might not have as much of a, an image out here. Correct. Yeah, especially especially with, Del Rio. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Uh, right. yeah, they're not going to have the, you know, the, right. the presence out here that you would. They're delighted to be on the 291 trip. Yeah. 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 It's good for them as well because they yeah. get the exposure with the rest of the, the wineries out here. Cool. So what can uh, so if a guest walks on the door that's never been here before, uh, what can they expect as far as experience and their options as far as what they can do when they come in? I noticed on your website, obviously you guys might have some foods available. Uh, obviously, it seems like you might change the tastings around every so often as sure. far as different wines. So we change the tasting menu once a month, um, and the the wines that we have when when visitors come in and we greet them we let them know that we have wine by the taste by the glass or by the bottle okay uh, we also have a very active wine club we're extremely happy with the growth that our wine club has experienced in the last year our visitors right now we offer uh, five to six of each red white and sweet wines. So often we have at least 15 wines open and sometimes it's closer to 17 wines open that people can come and choose from in their wine tasting selection. Okay. Typically visitors choose five or six pours um, and they can, we have enough Texas wine. Every, every menu has at least half of the wines from Texas. So our visitors can come and taste Texas only or they can taste, you know, reds only or whites only or mix it up. So um, if if someone really wants to stick to Texas wine, we always have at least six Texas wines open and available for them to taste. Okay. But if they choose to just stick to red or what, then we can do that too. The wines that we offer from around the country and around the world, we look for small batch boutique type wines that offer our visitors the the best taste, the best flavor for for their dollar. So we're looking for um, wines that are not widely available and um, something unique. For for instance, right now we have a wine from Uruguay on the list, which people are loving. And and not only are they loving the wine, but they're loving the idea of you know getting some international flavor in there. Yeah, that's obviously kind of a niche thing. Not everybody has Uruguayan wine, right? Which is awesome, though. So you're really showcasing Texas, but offering so much more to the palate. We're trying to, you know, just offer a, a couple of extra um, ideas, what, you know, look at this or that. And um, the other thing that we feel very strongly about is spending time with our customers and talking to them about the wine. Uh, everybody that comes to the up to the tasting bar, you know, if they allow us, we give them a tasting lesson. Some people have done a lot of tasting and, and you know, they know what they're doing. But, um, as someone comes up to the bar, we're, we're very willing, um, to offer them some steps in wine tasting and what, you know, what they could and should be looking for. Um, some of the things, you know, just some of the little things that help them feel more comfortable the next time they go taste wine. You know, here are some of the things to do. Here are some of the things to look for. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Cause I think sometimes wine can be very intimidating and right. it's nice when you feel comfortable Especially and have somebody a new person take... coming in here. Oh my gosh. They, yeah. It's kind of over they just don't know what to do. So yeah. So we slowly introduce them to the wine, mouthfeel, 
tannins, acidity, yeah, finish, things like that. So, and, and when they get ready to leave out of here, they're ready to go to another winery and try out what they've learned. So they have maybe a little more confidence hopefully, yeah, in their sure. tasting ability. It kind of brings up something else, I, uh, wine with Warren. Yeah. You yes. guys offer something even a little bit more intensive than a standard right. tasting, which is more of a, is it a one-on-one thing, or how does it work to have a little more of that well, uh, it, experience? It's um, typically we ask for a reservation. When we first opened, we had it just available every Saturday. Um, and now we ask for an email reservation or a phone call to let us know you're coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because Warren has gotten so busy with the winemaking side and the vineyard side, we want to make sure he's available. Okay. Um, and it's, it's free with the price of a tasting. So if you buy a tasting, um, Warren typically gets a group. We like to have it be a, about at least four people typically just to get enough talking amongst the, yeah. the classmates, so to speak, um, that you can get some dialogue going. But Warren will kind of take the wine taster from where they are. Um, and he kind of meets them at whatever their level is right. and, and expands on that. So takes them to the next level. Okay. Yeah. Right. Some more and more wine education. Right. And again, yeah. kind of enlightening people, developing their palate a little bit. And well, I'm, not not only that, but I also teach them about glass, bottles, corks, caps, you know, yeah, all, all the other that. things you don't sometimes know what to do. Even how to open a bottle of wine. You'd be surprised people here don't have any idea of the many kinds of corkscrews that that's are available to us. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's a lesson. It's a good lesson. Uh, so... Not only is it about wine, but it's all about the wine paraphernalia, too. Everything surrounding that. Everything surrounding Which right. is a good point, because I think sometimes yeah. that does get overlooked, even in yeah. advanced situations. <laughs> when you're talking about the intricacies of wine tasting, it's like, right. well, how do you, how do you get the, the foil off? <laughs> right. How do, you, how do you remove a capsule properly? Right. And, you know, not right. to mention removing the cork and you know, yeah. all that stuff. Exactly. And I, one of the things that... that grew such a fine following. Warren had so many fans um, back at the gallery even was that time and that education that everybody got when they came in and tasted wine with Warren over at the, at the art gallery. And so we knew that that was something that we wanted to still incorporate or to have here um, because it was very popular and people were so thankful when they left about that education, about, you know, he, he'd take time and answer their questions. And some of those questions that you are intimidated to ask up at the counter when you have this sort of more casual atmosphere with him and, you know, four or five or six other people, um, you know, there aren't any bad questions kind of thing. Yeah. And that's 10 years I did that. So this isn't a new thing then. No, this isn't a new thing. Here. I've got ten years' experience in wine tasting teaching. Well, good for you though. That's yeah. that's that's great for the guests to come in and not only enjoy so. themselves, but right. really take something home with them and and not feel like they're you know intimidating. Go down the road, right? Um, so our wine tasters have that, and then they're surrounded by all this beautiful art. Um, and, and we do offer, we offer a cheese and fruit plate. Um, we make those individually so they're fresh and they're here if people want them. We also offer, we have a local chef in town who makes some great gourmet pizzas. Um, and so we offer those for people who are interested in that. And, um, we just try and, and really, 
make this a fun place to be. We had an eclipse party on Monday. You know, the first front, we're open on Friday nights every Friday until nine o'clock. Okay. And so the first Friday of every month, we have a potluck and just have a community potluck. And sometimes we've had customers who are here traveling and they come back for the potluck. And, and like most potlucks, there's always way more food than than anybody needs so you know people don't need to feel like they've got to bring a dish in because it's it's a potluck it's a community thing again bringing people together right? absolutely yeah. and i think sometimes people forget about the food aspect to wine which is a huge part of that <laughs> yeah huge yeah. yeah and and it's about community you know as a as a group of people who enjoy wine not you know not just the the uh, the area community but just as a, a sort of a small C community, community of people who enjoy wine and, um, you know, just want to come in and be in a beautiful space. Um, we look forward that always, um, to the little bit more moderate weather because we've got such beautiful outdoor space as well as our air conditioned space. Yeah. This wraparound porch is amazing and time under those beautiful oak trees. There's always a breeze out there. So, um, you know, the, winter months as well we have some beautiful spaces to enjoy a glass of wine and yeah i was kind of admiring the, not only a lot of window space to have light in here but yeah the porch looks pretty nice from here yeah not bad yeah uh, so before i forget you mentioned the art and obviously that's something you guys were doing before this came yes. along right. who is is part of the family in art are you guys are you an art dealer or a gallery my wife susan is susan kirchman is the gallery person Okay. Yeah, she runs the gallery. And no, this isn't her art. Our art is on consignment. Okay. So she's responsible for this art. Okay. And she takes in mid-career artists, and we have about 40 of them. So is that something uh, people can buy here? Yes. Or do they have to go to the gallery to purchase? If they see something on the wall they have on display here, would you be able to sell that to them? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So they can enjoy wine and pick yeah. up. Uh, um, right. Absolutely. And, and they're all Texas-based artists. So um, as you can see, we've got a great variety of different um, techniques. And, and right. you can see that, you know, you can kind of different distinguish yeah. their different styles. Um, and the gallery has you know, many more samples of all of these different artists and then some. Um, but these are all Texas-based artists that um, have been showing over at the other gallery. Even the chandeliers um, are are from... Part of the art uh, scene. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. A Texas artist out of Blanco. So... Um, it's nice to see also supporting local with the art part of it as well. Yeah. So Sure. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're, they're definitely looking around the room. There's a lot of diversity. I see a little bit of wine to us and, and a lot of different <laughs> other styles, which is something for everybody. Yeah. Which is cool. There's also sculpture outside. Um, you know, part of our, our porch and, and the walk around deck is we've got several beautiful, um, sculpture pieces, not only freestanding, but there are some that are attached to the walls of the building. Um, and so it really just makes for a really nice space. Yeah, it's a great ambiance. It's, it's warm. It's inviting. Thank uh, you. Open, obviously, which is yeah. nice. Good, good lighting coming in. So the building really was designed for those beautiful, majestic oak trees. Yeah. If you look at the building, the way it sits on the property, it's actually tipped, skewed, so that those are the main 
So those Things trees to look at. Yeah, the are the main yeah. goal. Absolutely. Right. But, you know, it's, it's not, uh, yeah, it's easy on the eyes. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine being out there when the weather's really nice, just kind of yeah. meandering around with a glass of wine, hanging out and yeah. you know, pondering your art purchase. Exactly. Right? And the back, you can kind of see out the back windows there. Um, that's our production building. And our production building is in production. Yep. It's about... 75%? 75% complete. Okay. And so uh, right now the wine that we're making is happening just back there in the, the kitchen. In the kitchen and, and the original. Quickly we found out we were going to need more production space. Right. So we had some space back there ready and available for production, but now we've got another building back there. It's about 75% complete and yeah. will soon be attached to this building so that it'll... It'll you'll flow into that, right into and it. you'll be able to walk right into that. It also has a driveway on the Floor back side. Floor levels are the same level. Will yeah. people be able to tour that? Absolutely. Uh, is that you just going to be part yeah, of the experience, too, if they choose to? Yeah. You guys can take them back there and kind of show oh, them yeah. around. And, right. and, and when the um, you know the grapes were on, we loved taking people out to the plants and showing them those. Um, so that was... But what we notice that people weren't doing is here you're on the 290 wine trail. Mm-hmm. You've got grapes up and down the trail, and the public wasn't allowed to go out and pick a grape and taste it. You would be surprised the people that don't realize how sweet these grapes are. Yeah. They put it in their mouth, and oh my gosh, this is sweeter than a table grape. They kind of put table grapes to shame, to be honest. It's <laughs> like, a shame, you know? Yeah. And, and they're just blown away. That they can come here and pick a grape, <laughs> so I we thought that was pretty neat that we did that. That's a great opportunity because yeah. you know wine's made in the vineyard, as we know, right? Yeah. That's where it starts. And to be part of wine, you have to be willing to be right. part of that, I guess, to some extent. Yeah. Awesome. Well, before we wrap it up, do you guys have anything else that you'd like to, to let our listeners know about, or anything in the future that you have planned here? Obviously, expansion with the winery. But I think you you should explain the music and how we clear the floor and sure. how there is no bad seats in the house on a very, very intimate show. We do a couple of other things with this space. As you look around, everything's on wheels. Even the serving bars are on wheels. And yeah. so that allows us to be ultra flexible with what our space looks like. We um, have had wedding receptions. We have had pairing dinners. In fact, we have another pairing dinner coming up September 17th. Um, and we've had private parties, Christmas parties, things like that. But the other big thing that we have done is it, last year we had three concerts. And uh, the when we have a concert, the serving bars come out of that space we have concert lighting strung up already here. Mm-hmm. We have a stage back here. And we sell about 90 to 100 seats and, right. and fill this space with seats, tables for everybody's wine glass. And we just have really great intimate concerts with these artists that we've been bringing in where there isn't a bad seat in the house. Everybody's you know, within 20 feet of the artist. And so it, it offers great give and take. Um, you know, the, the artist feels the energy from the crowd and the crowd feels the responsiveness from the artist. We serve wine from the corners of the building there and are able to just really pull everybody in nice and snug and, and have some great concerts. So last year we had three. 
our goal is for a calendar year. Um, the last one we had was in May, and um, now with you know the summer kind of coming to an end and everybody getting back into the routines and back from vacations and things, yeah. we'll be starting some other, you know, starting to book some other concerts and, and get that information out. So basically, wine, food, yes, camaraderie, yeah. entertainment. Uh, the space is available. If somebody would like to contact you guys to use right. it for a reception or something. Absolutely. Art. Yeah. If I didn't already mention that, obviously a big part of it. And music. So that's yeah. kind of everything you can, can ask for, really. Yeah. Well, we in try nice and have place. music on a regular basis here in the tasting room, but the concerts are something special. They just really are um, a, a great way most of – the last three concerts that we have, the artists stick around, you know, they, they enjoy a glass of wine with, with the people, the concert attendees. And it's just been a really great um, thing that we've been able to add and uh, the flexibility of this space and the beauty of it um, just adds, adds to that. Right on. Yeah. So, and I'm sitting here now looking at the space. So anybody listening, uh, don't hesitate. It's it's definitely a nice area to come in. And I can picture it. Everything moved around and having yeah. some music in here. Everybody's got a glass of wine and really having a great time. So I can I can picture it right now. Yeah. And with our lot size, we've been able to have other things come in. You know, we've had some car shows and some things like that because we've got, for the most part, Warren and the winery owns this whole block. There's a small little section on the back side of the block that they don't own, but there's a whole lot of room here to to expand even further than we already have, and and to use in in parking and in yeah. facilities. And so so we're very excited. Um, but as small business owners, you take those things one step at a time. And this is the next step: is this production building? And I have no doubt Warren's got the next project already in his head um yep. and so you know we just take it one step at a time and finish this one up and then and move on to well, the next yeah. one well good luck to you both it Thank sounds you. like you're already off to a pretty good start and i will say even though this is my first time here even though i drive by every day to work i've heard nothing but great things i have a lot well, of friends you. in the industry like ah, you gotta go check it out great place to just everybody talks about the hangout process right. like you go in you relax it's comfortable. That's the common thing I hear a lot. You know, right. a good selection of wines, but mainly it's just warm. Yeah. Nobody ever complains about bad service, obviously. <laughs> so you come in, it's relaxed, yeah. you feel at home. Well, thank so you. So that's a good thank uh, you. you. You have a good word on the street already as far as that goes. So that's thank a good thing. Thank you. I, um, I, I hope that doesn't ever change. You know, it's um, one of the things that we have, have noticed is the warmth and the help that we get from the other winemakers and the other wineries. So we certainly hope to, to be that not only for our customers, but back to them and, and to wineries that haven't even opened yet, you know, and just, we've had such warm welcome and sharing of information from other winemakers and people who own and run other wineries that we want to be a part of that. And we want to certainly, you know, turn around and, and do that for others as well. Um, not just to our customers, but to other people who, who, you know, in the yep. future, when, when we know what we're doing, um, you know, to we'll be, be able, able to share, share yeah. you know, share and return the reciprocate and return the, the favor down the, right. the winemaking trail or right. line of people who 
participate in that. Well, that's admirable and you'll fit right in. That's, that's what's so great about the small community. Everybody's yeah. doing their own thing, but at the end of the day, if somebody's press breaks, you can get, you can talk to five yeah. people. Oh, absolutely. You got to press, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's and just sharing their information and their yeah. knowledge. And, you know, it's just been, we've been so blessed and feel so, you know, um, excited that people are willing and open to doing that. And we look forward to being able to do that for someone else one day. I'm sure your time will come to help out. So, and they will appreciate it too. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think that about wraps it up. I, I appreciate both of you sitting down and taking time out of your day you to, to talk to us. And we definitely want to get the information out so we get some more people out here to come check you guys out. Well, thank you. Um, so that thank concludes uh, another Texas Wine Lover podcast. And uh, tune in next time. Until then, cheers. Thanks for listening to the Texas Wine Lover podcast. If you would like to read the show notes and see the photos included in a larger size, check out the blog post at texaswinelover.com. Be sure to check out our archive section on the website for previous podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TXWineLover. Plus, we are also on Twitter. Please subscribe to the podcast either on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Join us next time for another episode of the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. Thank you.